0: welcome to the Riverdale High A.V. Club. I'm Ezra.
1: And I'm Megan. And we are here to bring you
0: all things Archie.
1: Oh, you love Archie so much, don't we?
0: We all love Archie. And I don't know about you, Megan, but I, uh, since yesterday was Valentine's Day, I did... You know, I made a little like uh, what are they? The shoebox box, like letterbox, mailbox. Jesus oh, Christ! Yeah. Shoebox mailbox. <laughs> like you do in
1: elementary school. Yep.
0: And I put it under my radiator, and Archie put a Valentine oh, in it for me overnight. That's um, so it was,
1: sweet of him.
0: It was just a flattened rat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that had been. Was
1: it gooey?
0: Uh, no it had, it was mummified, which was oh, slightly more dry. upsetting because <laughs> I don't know. It's very cold out with a lot of snow, so I don't know where he had such a dry environment probably in
1: the radiator
0: oh you know you bet he lives in the pipes. We're, we're very that does make
1: sense. uh racer head at this point so <laughs> yes <Yeah. sighs> oh, the,
0: the two old like, the little old people at the end of Mulholland Drive. No, or whatever. yeah
1: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah yeah uh, also i'll say for the listener i moved what yay. i'm in a big new fancy apartment in motor city the baby detroit oh, pretty much yeah mm-hmm. top story And so, uh, Archie followed me, which was, I was very happy to see, you know, I was It would have been
1: really upsetting for whoever moved into your old apartment if he had just stayed there.
0: Yeah. You know, I will say, though, I think Archie kind of leaves some of him- self every apartment so there's just like a lot of archies and a lot of different apartments all over the place
1: yeah yeah we haven't talked about eldritch archie in a long time i'm so glad
0: i I thought i'd uh i thought i'd bring him back he's back i know
1: and i feel like he must have been off haunting someone else for a while
0: yeah, I, I don't really want to know what Dan he was, Perrin, uh, up to. <laughs> it's like, it's like how Conan used to float over Robert Howard and threaten to kill him if he didn't write Conan stories. Yes. That's what Archie exactly. does for Dan Parent. Yeah. He hovers over his shoulder and threatens to kill him if he doesn't write good Archie. Well, uh, speaking of, I don't know, bad Archie, <laughs> a good Archie, bringing back something everyone missed. Um, I have for you today, if you are ready, Another installment of Archie, The Married Life.
1: Oh, fuck yes.
0: Yes, everyone's favorite fucking 34-part
1: saga. (laughs) And at the the rate we're going, we'll finish it in about
0: 12 years. In season 8, we'll have finished Riverdale, or Riverdale, we'll have finished uh, (laughs) Archie, Married Life, and maybe Riverdale, who knows? Yeah. But maybe we'll get back to that by then. But yeah, so... There's a lot going on, obviously. This is Archie Marries Veronica number three, by the way. we're According to my book, we're about of a, a, a third of the way through, it looks oh. like.
1: We're, we're making some progress. Putting a dent in that. Mm-hmm.
0: And we open on Archie sitting alone in an office. Uh, we can tell... I'm sorry, it's a mail room. We can tell by a clock on the wall that it's 1.40 a.m., and he's going through some drawers. Um mean meme- this whole issue by the way is presented as like a letter Archie is writing to Dilton so there's a lot of narration of him like writing this letter to Dilton it's a lot of updating us on what we just read so basically Pop Tates is getting driven out of business by Mr Lodge which is ruining Jughead's plans to buy the shop also Midge works there and in all timelines those two end up together it's uh, a fate yeah exactly it's like bioshock infinite man always a jughead and midge yep. or juggies or whatever the fuck it's called fuck I always a juggies fuck <laughs> um, yeah so uh meanwhile during this narration's going on archie is unable to find whatever he it is he's looking for and he like slams a drawer someone outside hears it presumably is like hello is someone there Hiram comes in, finds Archie. They're both kind of like talking around the knowledge they both know they have. Archie quickly oh, about the, leaves. The
1: secret memo. The
0: secret memos, exactly. God. For, uh, we'll get into it a bit later, but Archie found out the existence of two memos that he was not included on, and we know that they're relating to shady land memory deals. Memory lane Ezra. Yeah, memory lane Jesus. Astutes. I know. Fuck me, right?
1: God. ironically
0: i didn't remember memory lane
1: um, well it's yeah. also an integral part of archie canon
0: wildly the, the yes, street this that
1: takes you back in, time. <laughs> back in time or just in the case of
0: archie versus predator 2, yeah, two a different, different, different riverdale <laughs> it's it's like the fucking bifrost it connects all worlds in the multiverse or whatever
1: honestly though wait yeah. in archie versus predator i don't think they did use memory lane i think it was like blocked off for oh. a mall Maybe they just drove
0: long. yeah that was it they just drove out of they riverdale and came to away. another riverdale that's right uh-huh. even worse <laughs> yeah okay so yeah archie runs out of there he's holding a bunch of files worried about he's like that didn't look suspicious and he, then like, cuts to them, like
1: clutched to his chest like a crazy person
0: uh they're tucked under one arm and oh, he's got okay. like a hand on them like a football
1: oh i see
0: mm-hmm. keeping uh, him safe Hiram is like, what the devil? What the blazes was he doing? Um Archie gets back to his office. We hear Yeah, yeah, pretty much, because we hear the uh what narration about the missing memos. And there's this really great shot at the end. Basically he's just like I haven't found them. I don't know why I didn't get them. I don't know what's in them. And there's a very good dramatic shot of him leaning on his office window, looking out.
1: Oh my God. Like, That's so the dramatic. That's opening Career Boy. <laughs> it really is. Um, uh, he, as
0: he's wondering if Veronica is in on it. We fade in on Veronica driving around with Reggie as we left Because we know last she's time. not in on it, right? Right. She's just... She's now Lodge CEO of Lodge Enterprises. She stood up, Betty, she for stood up Reggie, Betty for Reggie. Twenty minutes after town. she talked to Betty, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, Betty I left because was she was even so twenty sad. minutes. It was just she like was five, like,
1: yeah, because she was like, "Yeah, we'll get dinner." And then Archie was like, "Fuck you, you work too much." And then Reggie was like, "Hey, let's get dinner." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so Reggie. <laughs> It's real bad optics when I'm gonna say this, but Reggie has driven her to the abandoned Riverdale amusement park. <laughs> I don't actually know if it's abandoned. It looks abandoned.
1: Oh no! Uh, since it's
0: one forty a.m., but he's so driven he's her.
1: Either to gonna they're gonna hook up, or he'll kill her and <laughs> leave her in the abandoned amusement park.
0: I mean, his lo- his reasoning isn't much better because his idea is like. I thought you'd feel better if I drove you past this old closed down amusement <laughs> park. <laughs> um,
1: and she just well, reminisces. It's because Veronica's really into urban exploration and she's just never touched on that before in the storyline.
0: No, that's true. She's always uh she <laughs> she's always watching went...
1: Defunct Land.
0: <laughs> she's even been to the catacombs in Paris, like with those crazy <laughs> yeah. people who break in there. Yeah. Uh she reminisces about a her first kiss at the amusement park that she had in the tunnel of love and it was with Archie. Oh no, bad memories cuz I because I guess Cuz Archie's a bad Archie memory sucks, now. Yeah. Cuz they had a fight and so now she hates him or whatever. Yeah. Uh that's fair. Ron is bummed that she thought of archie and reggie's like oh shit sorry i thought you would get a kick out of it for some reason um
1: remember all those fun childhood memories we had before life sucked yeah don't you wish it was like that still oh no that made you bummed out sorry (laughs) there's no way to anticipate that How could
0: i've seen this how could i have anticipated this yeah she uh, okay so what she says next is a little weird she's like I that dumb redhead is as much a part of this town as anything which is maybe the I problem guess so. expecting someone like him to forget about the place he loves and it's like well that does seem unfair to ask him to just for, but then yeah. i don't know i it's it really comes out as conflict within her of being wanting to be there for Riverdale and also her responsibilities as Lodge CEO um mm-hmm. cuz she's basically like you know this is my job, I don't want to do it, but I have to. And Reggie's like, he shouldn't have been asked to sell out his friends in the name of business in the first place. Yeah. Which is very true. That does suck. That does suck.
1: So it's Reggie, Reggie's on the secret memos, right? I don't
0: actually know. Or was he
1: left off too? He may have been, no, because... Fred mirth is on them. Yeah. <laughs> they talked about it.
0: They did. I'm Handed trying to remember Lodge. if they've ever said to leave Reggie off. I don't know if they've explicitly stated it.
1: Okay, so he's a wild card at this point. He's a
0: wild card, just like he always has been. Yeah,
1: classic Reggie. He's still Reggie. got his
0: red sports car like the cool kid he is.
1: What a cool kid.
0: So, she does say she's convinced that even if this wasn't their job, they would still be fighting, like, Archie and her, which I guess is probably true. I mean, like most it's... couples
1: do fight occasionally.
0: Yeah. I, I guess, And they yeah. fought a
1: lot in high school, so I don't know why they thought that would stop.
0: <laughs> Just because they're married and working for her dad?
1: <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't complicate <laughs> yeah. anything.
0: No. Super straightforward, simple situation. Um, she doesn't know how to choose between her husband and her father, This whole time, by the way, she's, like, resting her head on Reggie's pecs and shoulder. Great. Um, And then there's three quick panels uh, where she's like, oh, look at us, Riverdale's high's most likely to succeed graduates. And he's like, oh, yeah, not a clue. And they're, like, getting closer. And then they, like, kind of almost kiss. Oh, God. But then she's like, no, we gotta, I gotta go. I should get home. And he's like, oh, yeah, I should get home, too. And then they just speed away from the abandoned amusement park.
1: You really should have had dinner
0: with Betty. You really should have. I don't... I don't know, man. That seems like just a bad situation to put yourself in all around. all
1: around. And
0: we fade in on a very sad Pop Tate (laughs) walking up to his shop. Like, very sad. Like... Christmas oh, time is God. here. Yeah. Like, Arrested Development levels of
1: Yeah. Head down, ashamedness.
0: Yeah. He walks into the store, Jughead greets him cheerily as he enters. Pop Tate talks about how he's, I just had to get out, I had to think about everything. They talk about this whole dilemma, because if you remember, Lodge has given Pop Tate a lowball offer to try and just get him out of the business so he can get the low... I don't know, is, is Pop's like a fucking... Primo spot or location, like why does he hate Pops and want to drive it out of business so much?
1: Yeah, I don't really know.
0: He's literally got a like a Muffin or whatever and a Jimmy's rocket I wrote it <laughs> down because it's Rockets. fucking wild. That's what it's called, man. That's the name of the fucking business. Um, there, what yeah, is it's the other one? Dunka Muffin, Muffin and Jimmy's Rockets or some shit like that. <laughs> oh, on either I love s- these. Jimmy's rocket ship. I'm sorry. Jimmy's rocket <laughs> Jimmy's ship <rockets> and dunk muffin
1: <laughs> Jimmy's rocket
0: It sounds like a fucking shitty fallout location.
1: <laughs> oh my god, yes.
0: They both do, actually. Dunk-a-Muffin? Anyway, yeah. um, so, <laughs> for whatever reason, they're running him out of business. Um, and at this point, Jughead is like, you know, I've actually been thinking about it. You should just take the offer. I wanted to buy the location, but I literally can't right now. Like, I don't have the money. This is the best offer you're going to get. It might suck, but it's the best you're going to get, so you might as well take it. You should just go do your retirement. Pop is really reluctant, understandably. Yeah. Um... He's like, feels like he's gonna let Jughead down. Also, I guess Midge will be let down because she's an <laughs> integral part of Pop Tates now.
1: Um, <laughs> we can't let down Midge! Yeah. Not Midge!
0: <laughs> no, not Midge! Who we fade in on. Uh, She's at the presumably library. She's just at one of those big library tables that you never actually see in a library. She's looking through books, trying to read about grants or whatever anything to save pops just trying to figure something out meanwhile a mysterious figure is sat at the head of the table reading a newspaper she's real struggling she just keeps thinking like everyone's counting on me Jughead's (laughs) counting on me when the figure stands up throws down their newspaper there's a whole panel of it sliding across the table (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then coming to rest with the onomatopoetic spap uh, against oh, the uh, some SPAP. of her books spap spap s p a very good there's a there's it's pretty actually good because there's a w a p in here if uh. uh,
1: uh, uh,
0: uh, uh um but yeah it comes to rest against some of midges books she picks it up and immediately says wow and i guess it's found exactly what she's looking for
1: amazing
0: uh as does she f- look around for the guy but he's gone she literally didn't notice the man at all only the newspaper that just the newspaper that slid across the table towards her <laughs> um <laughs> so you are as, Midge. as the man leaves we're able to pretty much see like half the face it's but it's old Dilden. it's old dilton yeah it's old. yeah Dilden. you knew it before i had to say <laughs> yeah. it um, every
1: mysterious figure is either dilton or hiram
0: <laughs> pretty much um i also love it because she says what are the odds that i just happened to see <laughs> this particular newspaper article <laughs> and it's like yes <sighs> man what are the odds
1: i guess she doesn't know there's weird machinations happening
0: yeah, I don't think anyone really does at this point. I don't we even do right. Yeah, well, yeah, some good dramatic irony going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, back at Pop's, Jughead is handing the phone to Pop. He's like, "Make the call. Oh Sell my God. the business. Write no. the fuck now." I guess
1: Midge's got to run down the street with this newspaper. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I do love it though. I hope Pop she says, fucking
1: calls them and is like, "Wait, don't." Well, I love it because Pop says maybe one day
0: when the economy is better and they had to sneak in in this economy, which is pretty great. Yeah, so Pop starts making the call. He's I'm
1: slowly he, dialing one number yeah. at a time. Blip, blip.
0: And he yep. invokes Archie's name, which causes Jughead to get very angry at the invention Wh- of Archie. What? Because remember, Archie was the one what? who presented the low ball, so Jughead has immediately turned on Archie as a villain.
1: I mean, I would be mad, too, but...
0: No, it's pretty fair. He's got, like, this real angry face. He's like, that traitor. Um, Meanwhile, in the background...
1: That is a really angry face. It's
0: a very angry Jughead going on. Pop Terry Tate is calling. Hmm. I don't know why I made his nickname, or his real name, the nickname. Pop (laughs) Terry Tate. (laughs) Um, Is calling, and he is like, oh, yeah, can I talk to Mr. Andrews? Oh, no, I'm sorry. He does say Archie Andrews. That'd be weird if he said Mr. Andrews. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The secretary's like, oh, he's not here. Can I take a message? Cut to Midge, who's trying to call at this exact moment. Busy signal. No.
1: Cell phones don't exist. Well, she does say
0: Pop must be the last person in town not to have call Uh, waiting, which I I like that they at least hang a lantern on it. I know. Okay. So Archie's secretary Kids, takes down a call message. Call waiting
1: was when you got a call on your landline, and instead of just not going through, it would like beep and say there was another call coming in.
0: Yeah, before back in the days before your phone had like a built-in hold and switch to the other line, yeah. and yeah, because
1: before call waiting, it just didn't work to call someone who was already on the phone or using the internet.
0: Yeah, no, it was a it was a simpler time, that's for sure. mm Hmm. We find out that the secretary lied. Archie's actually there, and he says, I hate to ask you to lie, but I need to avoid Pop's calls until I can think of a way out of this mess. Um, I like how
1: it's a whole thing where he's making it secretary lie. I know. Like, can't he just be like, I'm not available for calls right now. Please take a message if anyone tries to reach me.
0: Which- I mean, yeah, that's basically what she said. So it's like, what's the lie? I guess maybe she said he's in a meeting, and it's like, you didn't have to say that. You, you could have just said say he's not he's available. Not available. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you had to make it God. a lie, Archie. You freak. He. It's great, too, because he even crumples the message in his hand oh as he God. looks confidently at the camera. Meanwhile, Pop is like, I left Archie a message. My guess is it won't take him long to get back home. Or, oh, I don't know what the fuck he's doing, actually, because. I thought that he was calling Archie's home phone at this point, but he's just dialing another number, and I don't know who he thinks he's calling at this point, because he's just got to wait for Archie to call him back, at which point, though, Midge runs in, yelling about- she's like, I think I've found it! I've
1: done it! I've done it! I've saved Pops!
0: They say it a lot, which is so so funny, because he's like, found what? She says, it! Oh my it? god. It. What's it? That's it. Why that's it? That's it. And Hilarious. we finally see the newspaper and they have government stimulus relief loans for small businesses uh and I guess it's got really low interest rate or something. Uh because they I don't know why but one of the only other things you can see on the newspaper is 5% in a little starburst.
1: Maybe it's but that's 5- 5% yeah. 5% interest rate. I guess because, as all kids know, that's a good interest rate for a right. small business loan.
0: I don't know if that's a good interest I don't rate either. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> I have no idea, man. It <sighs> seems okay, but I don't know. Meanwhile, at Lodge Industries or whatever the fuck it's called, Archie walks into Evil the break room. Lodge, HQ. Yeah, World Destroyer Headquarters. <laughs> um, Archie walks into the break room. <laughs> I just noticed one of the vending machines is called Thirst Quencher, which is amazing. Uh, It looks like one of those coffee machines, but there's a couple fellas having a cup of mud each. He's like, hey, gents, good morning, Archie. Hey, how's it going? (laughs) Just kind of- Water cooler talk. Yep, chatting, catching up. Did you see that game
1: last night? Oh, Oh. yeah.
0: (laughs) Man, those yabos on that cheerleader, huh? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Capital knockers, <laughs> madam Shake it <laughs> If you don't know what we're talking about Watch Simpsons um, So yeah uh, He's asking about what they're working on And turns oh, out that Lodge is Oh, memory
1: lane secret memo Oh, you're not on that? Weird
0: uh, They beat around the bush Some actually, because they're like Oh yeah, I'm buying a company that manages Parking lots, I'm buying construction Company and they're like, hey, do you know what he's up to with all of this? And Archie is like, nah, it's all that memo 4448 and 4449 stuff. And they're like, hmm, I don't know those memos. They're like, yeah, me either. What are those? And he like runs out of the room, is like, oh, I could tell you, but I'd have to kill you. See ya, and then oh, fun,
1: Archie. Yeah,
0: it's like, what? That is that joke ever actually been that funny? Yeah, it's always slightly intimidating. Meanwhile, less
1: intimidating coming from Archie.
0: That's true, especially as he runs out of the room. Hiram gets a phone call.
1: Oh shit!
0: Uh, Yeah, and someone has ratted out Archie. Uh. About asking questions. Hiram now knows, Archie knows about the memos. Runs out of his office shouting about hating the gumption that he has. He's like, he's got more (laughs) gumption than I thought. I hate gumption. (laughs) Which is a great line.
1: Does he actually say that line? He
0: literally says, I hate gumption.
1: That's my favorite.
0: That boy better learn to mind his own business or I'll squash him too.
1: Watch Industries is a gumption free zone.
0: He literally runs into Archie's office shouting, "I'll squash him too." And it's like, the dude, keep that on the down is low. Like, uh. Yeah, she's just like, uh, just go on in, please. <laughs> Pressing
1: the panic button Don't under her desk. Me.
0: Yeah. Uh and he yeah, busts into Archie's office is like What's the status of the Tate deal? It's real, like, uh, what is it, Glen Gary, Glen Ross, what's the status on the Tate deal? Archie starts kibitzing, oh, you know, well, the thing is, and he's like, I think you're stalling to buy more time, which is exactly what Archie's doing. But
1: didn't he give him, like, 30 days to decide or something?
0: Uh, I don't know, yeah, I let thought me he see. gave him a
1: really long amount of time, because I was surprised by that. That's incredibly
0: possible. Let me see what we got going on here in the in the past if I can zip back there.
1: I feel like he could just be like, yeah, he s- hasn't decided yet. Yeah, I I don't... can follow up again today if you want and then just don't do that. Yeah, I know. I feel like
0: Archie is being uh way too he's trying to be too clever about this whole thing. Like yeah, he's
1: business moves slow.
0: Yeah, just the fact that he's like, let's see. Yeah, here we are. Um I don't think he has, like, a time limit. Okay. Yeah, he's just kind of talking about it happening. Here's your choice. Yeah, no, there's no time limit set. Uh, but at this point, there is. Because Hiram basically says, like, if you don't get this on my desk before the next board meeting, basically. When
1: is that?
0: Then you're fine. That is the thing, though, because I'm like, that's a really nebulous amount of time that... They didn't want to put real hard and fast yeah. limits on because they're like, shit. So yeah, just before the next board meeting, or Archie's fired, basically. Which it's like, why do you want to fucking work here, Archie? Like,
1: just yeah, quit, I dude. Work for this place.
0: Like, literally, big business never seemed like Archie's deal. Is it would Hiram force Veronica to divorce him if
1: he quit? It sounds like, like what is Hiram would deal? be really happy if Archie quit. Yeah. He he probably is much better suited to only manipulate Veronica.
0: Oh, definitely. He's been doing it her whole life, you know? Yeah. But, like, Archie... I don't know. Maybe he feels obligated to be there in order to go against this kind of stuff. Like, to be the one fighting for Riverdale. Not fighting that hard. He's not. He's just kind of, like, not doing his job very well.
1: Which is a, a kind of, like, protest... It is,
0: but with the big swings Archie has taken in his storied past with, like, fighting robots and shit, I feel like he would have a better yeah. plan than just kind of give it sing the whole time. Anyway, um, yeah, Ar- Hiram storms out of the office, like, oh, that ought to give him something to think about. Then, he pokes his head into Jason Blossom's office, who looks terrible, <laughs> by the way.
1: Did uh, I know he worked there?
0: No, I don't think they've referenced it okay. before. Also, hang on. Uh, we'll post this, but there's just a very good shot of very sad Archie in the background. Can you see that? No, wait.
1: Hang move on. it up. Oh, yeah oh, yeah. yeah. oh, he is sad. Very Aww. sad,
0: small Archie in the background.
1: Poor little Archie.
0: Hiram asks Jason how this special project is going, and we learn that Jason has been digging up dirt on Moose, who, don't forget, is running oh, God. for mayor. Basically, he's digging up, what, complete with property damage claims, stories from high school and college, copies of police reports, which it's like, Moose, what the fuck did you do, dude? Like, obviously, he had a lot of problems, but there's some stuff. They definitely, like, Friday night lights up his permanent record for this married life Uh, shit. Love it. Yeah. Basically, he's digging up all this dirt, and we find out that, I don't know, in the because it, it fades in on the Moose Mason mayoral race headquarters, where he's <laughs> sitting in the dark with Ilana, his blind yoga teacher girlfriend, Yeah, and reading, <laughs> he's reading a newspaper article about it, they're tearing into him, bringing up all the stuff, he's getting upset, he's like, they're bringing up all the stuff I did as a kid, they're right, I'm nothing but a big dumb moose and then no
1: you're a duke
0: (laughs) you're a giant dog
1: (laughs) you're a big dumb marma Marma duke
0: Duke. um yeah so she's like you can feel sorry for yourself for a little bit but not for too long we have to we have a lot to do actually yeah uh and she's like we have a lot of what happens
1: when you run for politics
0: yeah she's like we gotta bone up before the ricky mantle interview tomorrow and he's like come on you know i i you're right but it feels a little hopeless like i don't really know what i'm talking about at which point reggie pokes his head in and is like hey ain't nothing you can't learn with the right teacher and he's like i'm here to volunteer i took a few law school courses and i'm gonna you know be a wow. consultant like for some of the legal issues and stuff it's i i do for like him. that i know yeah cuz Uh, moose brings up like you know you made fun of me which is like you also beat the fuck out of reggie and he's not holding that against you so
1: oh they're bringing up all the shit from my childhood
0: let me bring up the shit from your childhood yeah (laughs) um and to his credit reggie just says like this isn't high school i'm not i hear you're not the same man you used to be i've grown up some too i want to help and
1: i'm not trying to date your girlfriend see
0: yeah yeah (laughs) i
1: don't even like yoga teachers. I hate They're yoga. They're too flexible. Oh.
0: <laughs> Never been a problem. <laughs> um, yeah, so Reggie basically says on two conditions. Uh, one, you keep this between us, because I would very much lose my job if Hiram finds out. And two, Fair. don't shake my hand, and it's he's like ow it's a tough handshake because you're strong uh <laughs> and moose doesn't fucking apologize for crushing his hand though he's just like deal <laughs> it's <just> like come <laughs> on man at least be like oh sorry
1: also lesson one don't crush everybody's hand when you shake it
0: yeah that that is a choice people make <laughs> like it's yeah. not like moose is just like squeeze as hard as you can okay
1: <laughs> this is how we should i mean this maybe is- it is the case though Nah, I can see fair. his dad being the kind of person that's like, now when you shake a man's hand, you really need to make him squirm, or he'll think you're a pussy. Right. Moose being like, okay.
0: Moose's dad, the underworld figure.
1: Yeah, the shady underworld <laughs> yeah. figure.
0: Um so they start work. They start talking about nice. you know, everything. We just kind of get like a zoom out as they start talking about the issues, platform, whatever, blah blah blah. Fades out and then fades into morgan's steakhouse in somewhere it's because archie in the letter archie's talking about betty we see betty is working as a waitress in this steakhouse he's like i hope she's okay and then that's it for betty and then we fade in on mighty comics because he starts talking about chuck and nancy Mm -hmm. we see chuck is holding um a platinum distribution Fun reference to Diamond Comics, for those in the know. Oh! Uh, he's holding a past-due invoice for Platinum Distribution. And then it zooms out, and we see he's sitting at the computer selling some of his comics on E-Cell. Uh Because
1: no.
0: the shop ain't doing that good.
1: This is why we discussed this before. Yeah. Opening a small business while you're trying to get your art career launched. Maybe not the best plan.
0: Seems like a bad idea, right?
1: Seems like uh, you're doing two super hard things at once instead of just one. I know. Yeah.
0: It, I, I, I don't know what their fucking business plan was. Like, Get a I, job
1: I, in a comic book store while you try to make comics. If you want the, like, comic book store knowledge. Yeah. Like, Or presumably, just work in a corporate job and do it on the side. And make I don't comics. Know.
0: Yeah, like, it's not ideal, but, like... I'm not trying to work and start my own, like, bookstore while I'm also trying to become a writer. I feel like, like
1: the ideal is don't do any second job while you're trying to start your creative career, which, like, obviously isn't possible for most people, but definitely don't do don't the start most a business. hard thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Don't start a business for sure. <laughs> That one's easy to avoid. (laughs) That one's easy to avoid. Yeah. Um, So yeah, Archie starts talking about his married life, and it fades in on...
1: (laughs) Veronica and Reggie making out at the old amusement park. Almost... Well,
0: this is sadder. Uh, It's Veronica eating dinner alone in the dark. Oh, (laughs) no!
1: That is sadder!
0: um she looks really sad too it's rough archie walks in he like pokes his head and he's like oh hey ronnie and she's like hey and he like ducks out of the room
1: oh great and then he's sitting at his computer
0: sitting at his computer writing this letter and then he writes uh which is weird because now that i stop to think about it i never stopped loving her seems to kind of realize what he just wrote and he says wow Thinks to himself, am I a dope or what? Which the first moment of self-awareness I've seen from you, Archie. Who is
1: this letter to? Dilton. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's a lot that he's talking about.
0: Well, yeah, if we find out later that he doesn't actually know where to mail the letters. <laughs> it's he more of a journal a than anything. <laughs> I do know why does just, just make it a fucking diary, but whatever. Cool, uh, cool, cool. Leaves the room, pokes his head in. Hey, Ron. Uh, what's for dinner? Turns out... <laughs> their mom sent Smithers over with salmon. Oh, cuz nice. uh, they couldn't buy or make their own dinner. Um
1: I don't know why they don't have their own housekeeper.
0: Yeah, I don't they like live in a fucking penthouse or something. It's weird. Um huh. and he's like, "Hey, mind some company?" She, no, Archie, like, I'd love company. Out. I and hate you. There it's really honestly a little sweet scene cuz he's like, "I love you, Aww. Ronnie." And she has Aww. like this Wait, where is it? She
1: looks really happy. Yeah,
0: that's when he says, I love you. She's got, like, this big old grin, and then they're sitting together, holding hands and eating dinner.
1: Now, that just seems inconvenient, though. It does, especially because- Somebody's got to use their right hand to hold.
0: Uh, yeah, unless Ron is left-handed, which she's clearly not, because she's using her right hand <laughs> earlier in the panel.
1: Maybe she's ambidextrous, and we just never knew.
0: I wouldn't put it past her. She's a She's a boss. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so it zooms in on their hold their hands holding. Uh Archie starts to kind of wrap up the letter. He's like, you know, we've made a we have some problems to still work on all of us in Riverdale, but we're starting to work on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Betty often whereverville. Yeah. Um and then we see moose in an interview with ricky mantle and he's much more competent he's talking about free enterprise the rights of local businessmen zoning laws to give them a chance ricky seems to be very dutiful taking it all down and
1: ricky mantle isn't scum right he's just uh i don't know yeah media
0: exactly earlier when we saw ricky it was right after moose gave his first speech to the like uh i think it was announcing his Meryl candidacy mm-hmm. And he was basically just like he just he said to Reggie, Ricky said to Reggie like he just didn't know what he was talking about, like he just got overwhelmed. Yeah. And it was very much just like poor kid. Yeah. And yeah. Uh then we fade in on Lodge Enterprise break room where two random people are talking. Um and uh the I don't know, she looks like Veronica in one panel, but it's <laughs> it's not. It's some random lady spreading gossip cuz she says Have you heard anything about Miss Lodge and Mr. Mantle? And he's like, This dude who's just minding his own business is like, What? I thought they were just old friends. And she's like, Oh, yeah. Why is it every time I see them, they've got their hands on each other? Which is probably she saw them hugging two issues ago.
1: 101 office gossip, too. I know.
0: And then she's like, I heard they went out the last couple nights while Archie was here working see ya and then runs out of the room <laughs> basically and the dude's just like what? Um <laughs> Meanwhile Archie finishes up his letter he's like I appreciate you letting me ramble it helps sort everything out talking to you like this too bad I don't know where to send you the letter
1: <laughs> Dumbass.
0: if you do t- if you do have a return, my letters are waiting for you, along just with the rest of I'll just give you a big
1: stack of letters, and it'll be really weird. I know, like, for
0: one, he's writing it on a computer, so, like, are you gonna <laughs> print it out? Like, <laughs> I'm
1: just gonna hand two, him a little
0: flash drive. He says, like, I don't know, he says my letters will be here waiting for you, it's like, have you been sending them somewhere? <laughs> or just, like, are you, you printing them out? Folding Does them email up, putting not them exist? in an envelope. I don't
1: understand what era this is.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Is he just sending it to Dilton's like old University of Brown <laughs> like Brown University email that's address or That's probably just
1: going into a trash can. He's never yeah. gonna
0: get those, Archie. Exactly. Those are that's that's an empty uh, account now. Um yeah, he's basically just wraps it up by being like, Hope you can recognize Riverdale when you're back. But it's really great because the whole time he's writing this, he's in his big fancy bedroom in a bath towel, or I'm sorry, bathrobe with a towel around his shoulders, and he <laughs> finishes the comic by standing, looking out oh at the God. new day in his robe and towel. Okay. And that's the end of that issue. Wow. This comic is so extra. It's so soapy, is what I'm realizing. Like, yeah. These shots of Archie, like, gazing out the window are <laughs> fucking amazing yeah they're one of my favorite things but yeah that was I the super dense issue number three of Archie Mary's Veronica there
1: you go this is why it's gonna take us 12 years to get through that
0: because we need to like digest each <laughs>
1: yeah. issue
0: for four weeks Plus or whatever. every
1: single issue takes us like 30 minutes to go over
0: yeah that was a, that was a good 30 minutes of just the married life folks yeah
1: uh well right. Yes. moving right along. Chugga chugga. I've got a little fun bit for us. Ooh. I'm gonna drop this under uh Eat the Rich, which is our new segment about how rich the lodges are. Hell yeah. Now this isn't necessarily about how they're the worst. Um they just generally are. And rich yeah. people generally are. But this
0: I- Hiram's like fun cartoon rich person though, yeah. sometimes. Most of the time.
1: So this is in one of the pep digital compilations, okay? which they make, and the theme is just, it's called Daddy's Little Rich Girl,
0: and I'm the front so cover ready. is I'm Veronica, so like,
1: in a pit of money. Now,
0: did they ever have a crossover with it Richie like Rich? Oh, that, that's ripe for crossover right there.
1: Yeah, I don't know. They probably did.
0: Yeah. So I'm sorry. Did you say she's in a pit of money?
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's <laughs> Took Veronica. It's a second
0: to really process what you said there.
1: <laughs> she is um what the fuck? she's in like a little dress, but you can barely see the dress. It's just t- enough to make it clear that she's not, not naked, naked in this, in this, pit this money, of money pit. Yeah. Uh, so she's covered in money and she's got like her legs sticking out and like she's, you know, touching her hair in that Veronica way. Okay. Um uh, yeah, she's just in a big money pile.
0: No, cool. Very good. I just want to make so, sure. It's very on brand.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. So all three of the comics I'm going to share with you are called Poor Little Rich Girl.
0: Okay. I was wondering, because that's <laughs> literally the subtitle of Richie Rich, right? Yeah. The Poor Little Rich Boy. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, I have sourced these beyond this pep digital so that we have okay. a bit more context I see what you mean. for yeah. them. It was hard to do, though, because there's... More than these three Veronica comics called Poor Little Rich Girl, there are many.
0: Jesus. Uh, it was we've like discussed Life of Archie, them before. Wild Spinoffs. Oh, really? Okay.
1: Yeah. So the first Poor Little Rich Girl is. I uh, love that so much. Originally from Archie's Girls Betty and Veronica number 72, published September of 1961. Fuck yeah. So our credits are script, Frank Doyle, pencils, mm-hmm. Dan DiCarlo, inks, mm-hmm. Rudy LePic Letters Vince DiCarlo and colors by Barry Grossman.
0: Okay, nice.
1: So this is one of my favorite art. Style. I mean, of course it's Dan DiCarlo, but it's right. like that classic like round-haired Veronica, you know. Yes, yes. A bit longer than yeah. the the original, but uh and she she's just got on some like high-waisted pants and like a little scarf. It's such a good look.
0: Yes. No, uh, I love those that era of Veronica and Betty.
1: So Veronica is sitting at her, you know, vanity holding a mirror up, looking at herself. Mm -hmm. She's like, Betty, you look tired. Betty walks into the room. She's like, you would be too if you had to do dishes, make beds, clean house before you could go out. That seems like a lot for a child. Yeah. Yeah. It's always been a thing that Betty's had to do insane amounts of housework, So
0: That's true. That's true. She's always trying to take the load off of Fuck, Alice, yeah. Yeah. almost said Mary. Yeah, okay.
1: So Veronica's like, what, you think I don't have work to do? Oh, God, and okay, Betty's I like, see where this is yes. going already. <laughs> That's true. So now we just get a whole comic of Veronica talking about how hard life is as a rich girl.
0: Mm. Oh, my heart bleeds for you. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, so she's got to, you know, first pick out an outfit for the day. Uh, we see a shot of her in her closet saying sometimes that involves three or four complete changes of clothes now this is fun zooming in on this uh this panel yes. we see some drawers she has in her closet and they are labeled mink sable and fox So, Uh, you know, those are all her fur stoles and clutches and whatnot. Love it, love it. Just whole
0: forest's population in her fucking closet.
1: So then they have to go downstairs and eat breakfast. Really hard work there, eating breakfast.
0: Does she have, like, a little chair lift to get her down the stairs or some shit? No, she does walk down down the stairs. Oh, okay, she does use her legs.
1: So I guess she was already dressed for the day. And then, um jensen brings her breakfast on a silver fuck platter is, yeah i guess fuck is jensen three <laughs> spithers we have jensen
0: <laughs> this is just a but okay
1: and she's like what jensen, happened to
0: jensen what did he what do What
1: car did i use yesterday and he says the green one miss
0: <laughs> green one like,
1: ah yes uh have the red car brought around the new chevy green one They're getting in the car, and she's like, oh, it's so hard. I can't even have a favorite car. I have to drive all the cars to keep the engines in good condition. No, what? That's a (laughs) made-up problem. (laughs) Betty's like, yep, can't have that. You could buy another engine
0: immediately.
1: Yeah. Uh so then Veronica's like, then I have to drive out to the stables where Daddy keeps all the horses. And naturally they have to be exercised. So she and Betty ride horses for a while. <laughs> for a second, I
0: heard exercised as like the movie The Exorcist, and I was like, <laughs> I need to see the horse exorcist. Fuck. Oh my
1: God. That would be that amazing. Would be amazing. <laughs>
0: The power of Christ compelled.
1: <laughs> so then, Veronica's like, "Well, we have a you know a cabin here where I keep a few changes of clothes. Got a change. It, wait, where?
0: At the horse place? Yeah,
1: at the stables. <laughs> okay, <laughs> cabin.
0: the horse place. Good job, Ezra.
1: So she's, <laughs> yeah, she's lending Betty a, a dress so they can go off to the club. <laughs> Why just go back to the house? I don't know. You're <laughs> really on the go. Why do you need a smaller
0: <laughs> house to keep your horse close <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The- See, rich people really create their own problems, is the thing I'm learning <laughs> from this comic. <laughs> These horses we have need to be exercised. (laughs) And now I can't go back to the house in my horse clothes. (laughs) I need a smaller second. Anyway.
1: Yeah. So then, um,. And this whole time, you know, Betty's just peppering her witty comments and <laughs> Veronica really says, bro- roasting these, expensive, her ass. these exclusive clubs are a nuisance. And Betty's, I've always said that.
0: <laughs> I do uh, love that.
1: Veronica explains that the lodges are expected to spend a certain amount of money every month, but daddy's too busy to get out here. So she has to do it. You set that expectation. Betty's like, how terrible for you. <laughs> yeah, I agree, Betty. And Veronica's like, well, naturally, we have to play tennis. Uh, oh. And they do have a private dressing room here also, so they can change into tennis clothes. Good, the tennis house, yep. Then they go swimming.
0: And... I like how that only, the only problem with tennis was that we have to play tennis.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. fuck, <dude. laughs> <laughs> she's got to play tennis. <laughs> it's unclear because they're like going swimming together and Veronica's just like I never have any time for myself. <laughs> she's like swimming. swimming in this pool. Are you and swimming? And then they have to go home. <laughs> yeah, got to keep
0: up appearances by swimming.
1: <laughs> they go home and Mr. Lodge is like have a hard day, dear. <laughs> and she says treacherous daddy.
0: Jesus Christ. And
1: then she has to check her date book. And then change clothes, and then it's dinner and dancing for half the night, to which Betty says, there are child labor laws, you know. (laughs) That's
0: a good one, Betty. She's great. I love Betty.
1: And then Veronica's leaving to go to dinner, uh, wearing one of those fur wraps that she must have pulled out of the drawer, Mm -hmm. saying, so you see, you're not the only one who works. Next time, think before you sound off.
0: Wow, really got uh, really like, fucking oh, got I her, Veronica.
1: Poor kid. Don't you wish you could relieve her of some of that work?
0: Yes. <laughs> See, it's perfect because I just watched Encanto last night, which is a great example of the expectations a family puts on its family members. Uh, <laughs> and cut to this, where Veronica's like, "Oh, I have to wear my many furs yes. on dates. <laughs> the furs
1: will degrade." <laughs>
0: oh. I can't wear them too frequently, or they'll wear out. Okay, terrible. so that was the first Poor Veronica.
1: Just terrible.
0: What was that one called again?
1: It was called Poor Little Rich Girl. Oh, right. That's the whole for of <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow, um, they didn't even try with that name. I
0: got so <laughs> caught up on Richie Rich, I forgot they just stole that.
1: Yeah. Oh, right. So this next comic, mm-hmm. uh, also called Poor Little Rich Girl... Wow. Originally guys. published in 1958 in Betty oh. and Veronica Annual, number no. six. Okay. And I'm just realizing that they do not credit the authors here, so I'm going to pull that off of comics.org. Thank you, comics.org. Hell yeah, comics.org. Uh, we have script by Frank Doyle, pencils nice. by Dan DiCarlo, inks nice. Rudy Lepic, and letters by Vince DiCarlo.
0: I was going to say, if that's Billy Yoshida, I'm going to lose my
1: shit. <laughs> no. Dude's
0: been doing it forever. Anyway. Okay, another poor little rich girl.
1: Yes. Now we have Betty and Veronica in Veronica's room. Mm -hmm. Ron is, like, holding up a lovely new dress she's gotten and looking in the mirror. Veronica is saying, Betty, you shouldn't be so envious of me. Money can't buy happiness, you know.
0: What if they weren't talking about it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly.
0: <laughs> Betty's like, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, Betty says, no, but you can be miserable in such luxury. Now she's got <laughs> the curly hair in this one, too. Oh, I'll fuck Love yes. a curly hair, Betty. Yes. And now Veronica's like, well, what have I got? Dresses, coats, suits, shoes. Betty says, Archie. Veronica says, carts, Again, Betty says, Archie.
0: <laughs> Comfort.
1: Take them all away, and what's left? A girl just like you but with Archie Betty adds
0: also you have all that i can't just take it all away
1: yeah i also want to point out that fucking veronica and betty have like a 4 inch waist in this one it's I ridiculous thought, yeah. this
0: is very much the barbie era yes yeah I, that's how i remember it
1: <laughs> uh so mr lodge pops in and he says veronica would you mail this letter for me it's urgent
0: Oh, shit. No, I remember this. This is a good one.
1: <laughs> I love so this good. one. She's like, of course, Daddy. <laughs> and uh, she's like, I'll be right back. Stay here and try on my new sheath. Apparently that dress is a sheath. What? Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it means something else in some <laughs> cool. context. Yeah, I was like, um, uh. And Betty's like, cool. So she tries it on. She says she'd give her eye teeth to change places with Ronnie. Weird term we Never don't use anymore. gonna get over that.
0: I know we already made this joke, but that's what Ida has. Uh,
1: yeah. Then she trips over this little stool and literally lands on her neck. Whoa, uh, like a million dollar baby? <laughs> it's really bad. She's like, oh, what a lump. A gal could pick up a good case of amnesia with that. And then she picks up a purse that's nearby, and sees that uh, Veronica Lodge is the name on the driver's license, and so she's like, I guess I'm Veronica Lodge. Oh,
0: I see. Okay. Yeah. I thought this was a different comic. I don't know this one.
1: <laughs> I don't know this one.
0: I thought this was a different Veronica William Malice letter
1: comic. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Nope. And okay. it's also unclear if Betty is actually having an amnesia episode, or if she's just like, hmm, maybe I... She sees the opportunity, I guess, guess. to steal
0: her best friend's identity.
1: It's very strange. Uh So I also think it's strange that Veronica, did she like go to the fucking post office or what?
0: The fact it is weird. She just like, just stay here and try on my clothes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: I love a lot of my friends very also, dearly, but I don't think I'd do that.
1: Don't they have, like, a hundred servants that could mail this letter, or is it too important to trust a servant with? See,
0: that is literally the comic that I thought it was, is, yeah, finds no. out that's what it is.
1: So Betty comes down the stairs, and Veronica's in the doorway with Archie, and she's like, look who I ran into. And Betty says, you'll have to excuse me, I fell in my head and I'm not quite myself. Veronica's like, oh, no, are you okay? Uh-huh. How awful, Betty. And she's like, Betty, who's Betty? Or Do- she's like, uh, you're Betty.
0: <laughs> Did Betty, like, also forget, like, how to see faces? Because presumably she, she could look in a mirror <laughs> yeah, and see that Steven. she's not the person on the driver's license. I know, right? And maybe she could also realize that the person in front of her is the person on the driver's <laughs>
1: license. <laughs> so she's like, how dare you? I am Veronica Lodge. My god. (laughs) A nice panel of Ron and Archie staring like turning to look at each other like Huh? Uh? Yeah. And Archie's like, What are you doing? This is Veronica and she throws them out of the house. How? It's like you imposter, get out of my house.
0: The Smithers is just like, yes, Miss Veronica. There doesn't
1: appear to be anyone else around. And she's saying as she, like, closes the door, oh, the problems of being an heiress. Everyone is so envious of my wealth and beauty. She just
0: really fell into
1: that role, huh? Yeah. Like, literally (laughs) fell into it. I guess we learn that this is fake now, because outside, Veronica's like, that poor girl! She must be sick! Uh... And Archie's like, get your father to throw her out. And Veronica's <laughs> cool like, no. no. Energy. It might worsen her condition. The fact we that We must warn Daddy to play along.
0: I love that Veronica's like worried about her friend's health, and Archie's like, get her the fuck out of your house. I
1: know, it's like, very harsh Archie, coming from Archie. Yeah, I thought you kind of liked Betty. <laughs> like She tells Mr. Lodge, um, and he's like, What? Betty thinks she's you? <laughs> She's like, she fell on her head. Humor her.
0: Love that. I love that. And then we have
1: a panel of Mr. Lodge walking through the house thinking, I have my doubts. There's nothing smarter than a dumb blonde.
0: Whoa. Uh, And then. Hiram,
1: I thought you liked Betty. I think that's his point. Is he saying, like, it's an affectation, maybe? I but I don't know.
0: Yes. Uh, yeah. So
1: he hears her on the phone in the other room and she's talking to Reggie saying, "I'm telling you, it was an inspiration. Right now I'm the wealthy <laughs> Miss Lodge and everyone's letting me get away with what I want." Her
0: chum Reggie,
1: "Naturally, I'll be dating Archie until I come to my senses, so Ronnie's all yours." <laughs>
0: What a weird ass even, conniving Betty.
1: She's not even like in Veronica's room. She's calling from like the living room <laughs> phone or some bullshit. <laughs> she did the so entryway Mr. Lodge phone. is just like peering around the doorway, like, hmm, I thought so. Cool, fucking it's time cool that it, young Betty. lady learned that not all that glitters is gold. So then he all comes right. into the room and fucking he's like, Tolkien. Veronica! How dare you wear those expensive clothes when no one is here? Put on your work clothes and start scrubbing the floors.
0: This is just mean,
1: Hiram. (laughs) And she's like, what? He's like, there's washing in the basement and my suit needs pressing. (laughs) And she's like, but daddy, I thought we were rich. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, we don't get rich by spending money. Servants demand wages. You work for nothing.
0: Whoa! Uh, <laughs> wow, cool energy, Hiram.
1: <laughs> I mean, he's trying to be like a villain here. No, I know. <laughs>
0: you could just be like, all right, Betty, I've seen through your ruse. <laughs> I know, <laughs> and right? Instead, he's like trying to call her fucking bluff.
1: <laughs> so she's <laughs> like, but mean. I'm your daughter. And he's yeah. like, and I'm a business tycoon. Everything's <laughs> got to show a profit. And that goes for you, too. What (laughs) the fuck, Betty's face is literally just like ah. I do love that though. So she fucking climbs out the window on like a bedsheet chain she made. (laughs) That was the best way to
0: deal with that, I
1: guess. (laughs) And Mister Lodge like watches through the window, and he's like, "It worked." (laughs) And then (laughs) Betty like runs up to Archie and Ronnie, and she's like, "Oh my god, it's me! I'm Betty! I'm Betty!" (laughs) <laughs> Archie, you've gotta take care of this poor girl. You have no idea how hard her life is.
0: Oh, come on.
1: And then she's like crying and hugging Ronnie, like, You poor dear, I won't try to get Archie to anymore. You deserve all the happiness you can scrib together.
0: Wow. <laughs> I do kinda love that though.
1: <laughs> I know. And Veronica's just like, What? What's and happening? then I guess she runs away from them. And then Reggie comes up and he's like, you evil genius, where's that ex-Harris? I've got to get a date. And <laughs> Betty is like holding a fist up and looks angry, but also is crying. Oh. <laughs> I guess with all her emotions and yeah, all Yeah, there's a lot this.
0: going on, that's fair.
1: And she just clobbers Reggie, who's like, Whoa, what happened?
0: Jesus Christ. So all that right. is
1: the second poor little rich girl.
0: That was a wild one. I, I do love the uh, old Betty being so conniving. I miss mm. conniving Betty.
1: And now we are on to our third and final yes. poor little rich girl. They just called all of them that? That's
0: the point of this
1: bit, Ezra. I, come no, on. I,
0: I'm sorry. I get that. I just didn't realize that they were all have the exact same yes. title, I think. I, I don't know. Uh, all right. So
1: this was originally published in March of 1950. In Archie's <laughs> Girls, Betty and Veronica, number one.
0: It shows how fucking much it sucks to name Archie <laughs> comics.
1: <comments>. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, I oh, fucking
0: uh, know. All right. So
1: this 51. is script by Frank Doyle, pencils mm-hmm. and ink by George Freeze, and colors by Barry Grossman. Okay. So we open with Veronica on the phone with Betty. Uh, She's got to pick out a new bathing suit. Do you want to come with me? Great. All right. And this is Ask very, an very old school. This is Betty and Veronica number one. Oh. The most old school art style.
0: Uh, okay. Yes.
1: <laughs> um, the so wild
0: art style.
1: Betty's like, oh, she's probably going to buy a some cheap little number for about 50 bucks. Must be wonderful to be rich. At the time, 50 bucks was a lot of money for a bathing yeah. suit.
0: Wait, who said that? Betty, Betty. said that? Oh, Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: So she's like, wow, she meets up with Veronica. She's like, what a beautiful new card. Ron's like, oh, yeah, I got it because I had good grades on my report card. Not the color I wanted, though. Then they go to Why the not? fancy- I thought you got good grades. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Fuck off. Like, did I... she not get to pick the color?
0: Not good enough, I suppose.
1: <laughs> uh, So Betty and Ron are going to the fancy bathing suit store. Veronica's like, hey, how about after good, I good. buy my bathing suit, you come to my house for dinner and stay the night. Betty's like, yeah, sounds fun. Yes. The right. doorman at this store opens the door and greets them both by name. Veronica's like, whoa, Betty, the doorman knows you? Do you shop here? And Betty's like, no, he plays cards with my dad.
0: Oh, I kind of love that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Fun so they are... Veronica is shopping. She is getting mm-hmm. a, an original, a Paris original for Veronica, of course. Of
0: course, Paris.
1: They buy... She. She buys a tiny bathing suit. It doesn't really matter. It was just yeah. flown over from Paris. It's exclusive.
0: Okay, okay. The woman
1: asks if Betty wants anything, and she's like, no. Um,
0: Surely can't, yeah.
1: Yeah. So then, yeah, Betty in the car is like, she says, Creepin' Gizmo, $50 for a bathing suit. I'm sorry. Your-
0: <laughs> Creepin' Gizmo? Is that?
1: Creepin' Gizmo. Is an expletive, I guess.
0: So, like, the the main mogwai was sneaking. (laughs) Like, that creeping gizmo, like... Yeah. Okay. No, I just want to make sure I understood. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna start saying that. It's fucking amazing. Veronica's like,
1: no, he'll pretend to get mad, but he won't really be Mm -hmm. mad.
0: Okay. That's a nice little deal you guys have worked on,
1: I guess. <laughs> yeah. So they park <laughs> in gonna front of put the house. On a show. And Veronica Betty's like, are you gonna put the car away? And Veronica's like, Heavens no, one of the <laughs> men will do that. One <laughs> of <if> the men
0: One <laughs> of <laughs> the men roaming the ground.
1: <laughs> Betty's like, and to think my pops bawled me out last night for leaving my coat on a chair. <laughs> She's also shitty, Mr. Cooper. Yeah, fuck
0: off, Hal. And
1: Veronica's just like, parents are funny.
0: (laughs) Cool, Ron. Yours seem pretty chill, honestly.
1: Yeah. So they go inside where Jenkins greets them.
0: What? They're just burning through butlers back in the day.
1: Yeah, Betty. Veronica tells Jenkins they'll be ready for dinner in 20 minutes. Okay. They're hanging out in their room, in Veronica's room, until Archie calls Asking Mm -hmm. if she's free Mm -hmm. for a date tonight. And she's like, no, I'm spending the evening with Betty.
0: Yeah, fuck off.
1: Uh, Betty is horrified, screaming, Ah, how could you turn down a date with Archie? I can come over another night. It's fine.
0: You want her to date Archie, Betty? (laughs) I
1: think she just is shocked that anyone would turn down a date with Archie.
0: (laughs) How could you?
1: And Veronica's like, I can't say yes every time a boy calls me. Besides, we have plans.
0: I legitimately like this Veronica, actually. I know. <laughs> She's very matter-of-fact about everything it feels like.
1: <laughs> well, Betty's like, I don't think a million dollars would make me break a date with Archie. And Veronica says, he'll just appreciate it that much more when I do accept.
0: I mean, you got you're, you can't fault your logic there, honestly. So
1: they are served dinner by two butlers.
0: Oh, shit. Uh, Smithers and, and Jenkins?
1: <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Betty's like, aren't your parents going to join us? And Veronica's like, oh, no, they're out of the country or something, basically. <laughs> I don't
0: know. <laughs> yeah. I don't keep track of them.
1: Uh, and then they like hang out in the living room. Betty's like, aren't you lonely when your folks are away? And she's like, yeah, I guess I'm used to it. They're usually mm. away. Mm. So then they're getting into bed to go to sleep for the night. Mm-hmm. And Betty's like, do you mind if I call my mom and dad to say goodnight? I'll sleep better. And Veronica's like, oh, of course, go ahead. Uh, and then Mm -hmm. she, Betty, makes her call and she says, my mom and dad said to wish you a good night too. Aww. Are you getting a cold? Because Veronica started crying. Aww. And then she's just bawling and leaning on Betty and saying, everybody thinks I'm so lucky because my daddy's so rich and yet you and the gang have ten times more than I have. What good is a big home, servants, cars, money, or fancy clothes? Really listing a lot there, Ron. <laughs> when I can't have <laughs> I a mommy have and daddy to say goodnight to me like you kids have.
0: Oh, that's really sweet.
1: I know, it's very sad. And then the next day, uh, Archie and Jughead are talking to Betty, and Archie's like, Hey, did you have a good time at Veronica's yesterday? Mm-hmm. Someplace, huh?
0: <laughs> Bet she's got the cushy life.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then Betty's like, yeah, the poor kid. They're like, what? You feel sorry for her.
0: How could you? She's, <laughs> you know, she's horrible. Says,
1: I certainly do. She's only wealthy in material things, but in immaterial things, she's a pauper, and you and I are millionaires.
0: <laughs> All right, you teenager.
1: I know, right? <laughs> and then Archie and are just both lose their minds at that. Uh, sure. So that is our third Damn. poor little rich girl.
0: Wow, dude. That last one was actually pretty poignant.
1: I know, and that's from the fucking first Archie's Girls, Betty, and Veronica comic.
0: That's crazy, man.
1: What a way to start.
0: Yeah, I will say I do appreciate that Archie Comics consistently uh, props up the immaterial as being the true things of value. Yeah. Although they do very much, uh, what, idolize uh, wealth, it seems like. Not idolize. I don't know. They uh, they make it seem pretty fucking appealing, though. Yeah. At the same time.
1: Mm-hmm. So, Ugh. before we fully yes. wrap up this episode, I wanted to do a little follow-up on our, our last episode. Yeah. When you discussed uh In the Pink.
0: Yes, yes. So,
1: I did some research. Please. And a dump truck can hold... Oh, fuck yeah. ...28,000 pounds. Uh-huh. In 1995 a grapefruit cost 49 cents a pound. Now the okay. comic was published in 89 but I couldn't kind couldn't find grapefruit price data from that year so okay. we're going to have to estimate.
0: It was when 90 90- 95, a grapefruit
1: was 49 cents.
0: That's close.
1: If you were to fill a dump truck to capacity with grapefruits, it would Mm -hmm. cost you $13,720, which adjusted for inflation is over $25,000. I so mean, I, not a bad haul for the pussy cat. Not if a bad they haul a if fruit it was person, money. Yeah, <laughs> sell the the grapefruits. They've to. got a
0: fence. They can unload all his fucking grapefruits. Yeah, grapefruit if they go on. down
1: to uh, the grocer, the
0: wholesaler. Uh huh. They just head down to one of those like uh, flea markets and just so sell them at the back of the dump truck.
1: Hinky Pinkyton or whatever his name was. He's really spending a knows? lot of money to get off on his weird f- pink fetish. <laughs>
0: I mean, he's clearly got it to spare. He has, what, fucking fountains filled with pink lemonade or whatever the shit? Yeah. Trying to make, literally, wasn't the joke that he's also trying to, like, bioengineer pink grass or
1: something? Yes, that was in there.
0: Yeah. All right. No, I, that was some uh, top-notch reporting. I love yeah. that follow-up. Uh huh. So about twenty-five grand worth of grapefruits for a show.
1: yeah not bad. I don't know what their no. going rate is, but
0: yeah, yeah. But you also have to consider in the resale value. Are you going to be able to resell? Because you no. know those grapefruits lose forty percent of the value as soon as you take them off the lot. As soon as
1: you take them off the lot, you <laughs> drive
0: them yeah. off the lot.
1: This isn't accounting for the fact that that was a custom pink dump truck.
0: Oh. And those have to cost
1: a fuckload themselves.
0: Well, okay, is the dump truck included? No, in the, I don't in the think payment? it is. Right. But he's invested oh, a and lot how much in he's this. Paid. Yeah. See, that's probably just how he pays everyone. So he mm-hmm. probably just had that around.
1: Do you think he has a grapefruit farm?
0: God, I fucking hope so. <laughs> that only makes sense. Yeah, I like to imagine him like trying to pay the contractors who built his pink mansion in grapefruits, mm-hmm. and them just like beating the fuck out of him. <laughs> 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 anyway. he's blacklisted everywhere <laughs> yeah no one will work with him anymore angie's list has blocked him
1: mm-hmm. um
0: okay well yes we can start our wrap up uh out as we discuss mr hinkle pinkleton or whatever the hell his name was yeah so uh before we get into our Admin are kind of like uh, details at the end there. We have our little recommendations segment. Yes. Uh, If you're ready, you can go. I could also go if you're not ready. Yeah, go for it.
1: So my recommendation this week is a book that I think Archie from The Married Life should read. Mm-hmm. I really think everyone should read this book, but I thought about it because of Archie's poor work-life balance. Yes. Now, this is called Laziness Does Not Exist <laughs> by Devin Price. Uh, it's a great book now, about- <laughs> Megan,
0: how did you know about this book?
1: Oh, it's on all the radio shows. I am friends with Devin. That is uh, my primary source there on this book. But regardless of that... Yes, no. ...you should read it, and it is about how, you know, if you feel like you're being lazy or not working hard enough, it's usually because your body's telling you that there's something you need that you're not getting in your life. Yeah. And it's making you recharge by, you know, when you find yourself just scrolling on your phone. Not because you're lazy, it's because you're burnt out or you're tired or you're not meeting some need. Right. And Archie... You really need to uh, listen to what your your body is telling you, and you need to stop having weird work relationships, and maybe maybe just quit this job, dude. I don't know. Yeah.
0: It really doesn't seem like it's good for him. No. Uh, or his marriage, or anyone else in town. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, uh, Archie, give nice. this book a read.
0: Yeah. So, that was Laziness Does Not Exist. Yes. By Devin Price. Yes. Hell yeah. And uh, just for everyone knows, Devin is spelled D-E-V-O-N.
1: Yes, and also if you don't want to buy the book to start, you there is a medium article by them by the same title that is actually like you know part of the origin of the book.
0: Right, right.
1: Read that, and if you want more of it, there's a whole book.
0: Also follow them on Instagram because I started it, and they're always posting great uh, statements about (laughs) like Mm -hmm. mental illness and health and things like that. It's awesome. They're great. Okay, Um, I'm going to recommend. I'm, I'm in between two, but I think I'll start, I'll recommend one of my favorite albums of all time. I've been listening to it a lot lately because we've got our record player set up and it's one of the vinyls I own. Uh, this is Hunky Dory by David Bowie. Huge fan of David Bowie. He's, he's probably my favorite musical artist of all time. Um, and this is one of, I think it's one of the best albums ever. It's my probably definitely top three favorite albums. Um, it's got like if you know any of his stuff it's got changes oh you pretty things um a bunch of other stuff is on there i think i think is there life on mars is on there too um but it's it's really amazing it's really wonderful it's a beautiful album and yeah I, i i just fully recommend diving into all his stuff but hunky dory is my recommendation
1: yeah awesome
0: yeah all right. Well, on that note, we can do our wrap up here. So as always, you can find everything we do on our website, riverdalehighav.club. It's got links to our Instagram, our, uh, what, our Twitter. It's got our email on there, our Patreon on there, which we need to work on, but we're working on it. Uh, It's also got every episode we've done on there and links to our pod chaser, where if you want, you could swing on over and leave us a little review. We really appreciate that.
1: We sure do.
0: If you feel inclined to do so, please tell a friend about the show. That's really the only way we get new listeners. And we're always hoping to get more people into the pantheon of Archie just to show them this weird, wacky kid because uh,
1: everybody loves Archie.
0: Everybody loves a red-headed boy. Um, and it really is, uh, I was thinking about this the other day, stress to them they don't need to know anything about Archie Comics because we try and make it accessible. Yeah, yeah. You tell people you do a comic or a podcast about Archie Comics and they probably think it's pretty niche, which it is, but it's accessible <laughs>
1: niche. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I think that's really going to be
1: it uh do you have anything so. else meg i do not
0: all right well without further ado this has been the riverdale high av club i've been ezra
1: and i've been megan
0: and we will see you at the chocolate shop
1: Bye. sniff right <laughs> <laughs> glad mind. we could get that out of the way get some bully for some reason <laughs> yeah good I have something have... to put at the end of the episode now <laughs>